It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday to everyone. You guys know how I feel about Mondays, the first day of the week, to go out and be great, to do the work that God has for you to do. So I am excited uh, to be here today. I have an outstanding guest uh, for you all. We have been speaking over the last several weeks about business entities. Um, we had a part on entrepreneurship, solopreneur. We talked about partnership. We talked about franchising. And so I wanted to bring the last part of this series all together with someone who does all of this and does it well. Um, my guest today, I'm honored to say, is Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter. Um, I can tell you a lot about her, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about her in terms of things you need to know. Uh, Valerie is the president and CEO of V&J Holding Companies, uh, which is a large conglomerate of franchises. She owns Annie Ann's franchises, Burger King franchises, Coffee Beanery, um, Pizza Hut, Captain D's, and a few others uh, is that, in that realm. She is the academia. Um, she has got a number of awards, some black enterprise, other organizations, um, Essence uh, Women. Uh, she is a person who is very, very involved in the community. Uh, she's on the board of directors of the Green Bay Packers, and in fact, she lives in Milwaukee. And she is a minority owner of the world famous, uh, the champion Milwaukee Bucks. Um, this woman has done phenomenal stuff. She is the first. African-American female board chairperson for the automatic, um, excuse me, Automotive Association of America. Um, she has a list of accolades that go on and on and on. So those are the kind of things you want to know about her because you're going to be listening to her and sitting in her feet to hear her input on some business things. But for me, someone who's known her for years and years and years, things I want to say about her is that she is a true woman of faith, she is a good friend. She has a person who has been over in some of my worst times, been there to support me and help bring me through to my goals and things I want. The thing that's important to her as we go forward is you will learn that her biggest goal is to serve God, do his will, and to raise his outstanding son she has, Jeffrey Daniels II. So welcome, Valerie. Thank you, Gwen. How are you doing today? I am great. I'm so excited to talk with you. And uh, just have another day. You know, Monday is my day. I'm that My show is all about <laughs> going out and being great. It's the first work day to go out and be great. So because of all your business uh, knowledge and things you've done and all of that, I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, and I hope that the audience calls in and asks. If you want to call in and speak with Valerie, call in at 515 515- 602-9767. Once again, 515-602-9767. So this woman is an African-American woman who is entrepreneur, has partnerships, has franchises, has other business entities. Valerie, tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about 
um, you've got so much going on. I don't want to talk so much about a specific entity. I want to talk about some overall philosophies that people can pass on and learn. And one of the things I want to say is, first of all, before we go for it, jump in. Tell me, did I miss something you want me to tell people about you? No, 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 no. You, you did quite well. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tell me, as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, um, a business person, you've done it all, Tell me about your philosophy on negotiations. So There's a couple of things I want to point. I want to get to people. What's your philosophy and from business perspective on negotiation? So for me, that's pretty simple. Uh, in terms of negotiation, you negotiate on a win-win scale. So mm-hmm. everybody has to come out of the situation with an achievement. Um, mm-hmm. I don't believe in one-sided negotiations because. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone else loses, that means there's a, a void somewhere, and that void has got to be completed or filled uh, by somebody else, and all you're mm-hmm. doing is causing detriment on top of detriment. So mm-hmm. my negotiation style really is everybody get a good deal and everybody wins. Amen. I like it. I mean, that's simple. That's simple as that. And you have done so many things. I mean, I haven't scratch the skirt circuits, and a few things you're doing out in Africa I want you to talk about a little bit later. But you've done so much stuff. Tell me, with all these franchises you've been involved in and board of directors and leadership, what's your style on research? How do you kind of decide what entity, what company, what organization to get involved with? What business ventures you think make sense for you and your brand? Well, you know, Gwen, that's really a, a pretty tough question because it really depends on what the opportunity is at the time, and mm-hmm. it really depends on what the motivation is behind the transaction. Mm-hmm. And there's some transactions that I get involved with because I know they're going to be long-term transactions, and it's going to take time for it to develop. The other things I get involved in because I feel like, hey, this is a one-in-a-lifetime quick moment thing. You got to get mm-hmm. in. You got to get out. So it really does cause you to really think and examine I, and I probably do that a little too much, according to uh, some of my dear friends. They say, you take too much time to make some decisions. I said, well, I'd rather take time and, and, and make sure I know what I know or what I don't know than right. to jump in and fail. So mm-hmm. for me, it really is looking at every opportunity individually and okay. then assessing and determining what ultimately – you want to accomplish from that involvement. And okay. I have some deals that I've gotten in and or assisted other people to get into, and we knew, hey, the exit strategy is we're going to be out of this in 18 months, okay? Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is how we want to exit. And then mm-hmm. there are other deals that are lifelong deals for me. So mm-hmm. it really does, you know, depend on what the opportunity is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a whole lot of sense because the way, one thing we do know about business is constantly changing. That's the one constant yep. is that it's changing. Yep. And so we have to be, have ourselves available to do that sort of thing and, and make those kind of decisions. Let's talk a little bit about this franchising piece. You got into franchising and, um, well, first you got into partnership because V&J is a partnership, right? Yeah. To have these yes. franchising companies. And so you worked that person through because it made sense. Um, to do this, and so we started yes. franchising. Tell me a little about some some stories about what made the most <laughs> sense for your overall B and J brand. Well, actually, my brother <clears throat> is my partner. He's the J uh, mm-hmm. in V and J, 
And uh, when I got ready to go in business, uh, I went to him because I needed some capital. I needed some money. And I knew he was, you know, this highfalutin attorney. He should have had some cash on on him. And so I reached out to John. I said, John, hey, I want to do this. He says, you know, I'm 100% behind you. And the the great thing about my partner, uh, and John and I now have been partners 40 years in business, is that we understand only one person can run the business. And mm-hmm. so whoever brings it to the table, their idea, we determine who's going to manage it, and we let them manage it. And That's so uh, we learned that lesson from our parents that taught us that um, there's a certain degree of independency a leader has to have in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. So I went to John, you know, with the idea of going into business, uh, started my, my first franchise with uh, Burger King, and he says, hey, go for it. I said, well, I am going to go for it if I can. I said, but I need a little cash. Uh, and I looked at him. I said, this will be the best investment you'll make ever in life. Because <laughs> the investment wasn't just about money, but it was also about the opportunity to provide access for other people. Right. And so we did it, and we started with One Burger King uh, back in 1982. Um, now, the challenge was I was young, I was mm-hmm. black, um, and they wanted a whole lot of money. Um, and female. We got the female part. And female. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what that feeling looks like. Right. Uh, but when the faith and favor of God is on your life and he's mm-hmm. destined you for something, you just have to stand there and go after what you know you should have. So mm-hmm. I prayed about it, and I had opportunity to go into other brands at the time, to be honest with you. But uh, the development pattern that I was looking for better mirrored the Burger King plan for me at that time. Mm-hmm. So we did it, and we built our first restaurant. I became a construction manager. Prior to that, my, my background was banking and finance. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I was a little dangerous, but not real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I, and, and I want to tell people this because I don't think people understand what it took for the foundation of franchising to be laid for some of the individuals that are now coming on board getting franchises. Um, You know, at the time, uh, Gwen, when I got into franchising, uh, in any brand, let's not just talk Mm -hmm. about one brand, in any Mm -hmm. brand, there were very limited minorities, if any. Mm -hmm. And if they let, let you in, they confined you in a certain space. Right. So lower income uh, spaces, I'm sure. Lower income space, areas that nobody else wanted to have access to. But what they didn't realize is that many of those consumers were some of the best consumers and their loyalty levels levels were so high until the average units far exceeded some of the majority areas. Absolutely. Uh, and then all of a sudden everybody wants to come into these areas and Mm-hmm. and take advantage of, of, of that territory. But mm-hmm. uh, in the Midwest at that time, it was a very white, male-oriented um, environment. There was not uh, anyone of color, of mm-hmm. any ethnicity, uh, as an owner in the brand. <clears throat> and it took me over two years to get through the application process. And I talk about it in a book that I've written, His Business, it's your business. It's where destiny takes you. What I had to do to access entry into this platform 
Uh, and it was not the traditional way of just filling out an application and them saying yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it took me actually, you know, being a black woman, uh, and I'm sure everyone knows what that means, uh, in order to get the attention of the right people. Uh, mm-hmm. That means we're going to stand up for what we know is right. We're going to do what is right, but we're not going to let anybody turn us around. And so uh, if you read the book, it's a great story. Uh, really even though I, I'm not a, 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 a person that that uh, is a great Marx person or a Marx woman, uh, you know, I literally had to find a way to pull a rifle on somebody to get in my first restaurant. I'm not going <laughs> to tell them nothing else when they got to go read the book. It's a very true story. It's a very true story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell people now, you know, they walk in, they have a little capital, little equi- you know, equity, some partners, and, you know, they think they're all of this in a bag of chips. They don't realize the blood and sweat and tears that many of the uh, forefathers of franchising mm-hmm. had to mm-hmm. suffer in mm-hmm. order for there to be access uh, for them today. And sometimes mm-hmm. I, I sit back and I laugh because, uh, and, and and I know you know the history of some of this. Some mm-hmm. of the owners uh, within, you know, the different brands, not just you know Burger King, but even non-food brands, we are all good friends to this day because we had to depend on one another and talk to one another to, uh, you know, walk us through this journey. Mhm, mhm. I remember some strategy meetings. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Those tragedy means, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I used to work on a, uh, how I met Valerie, uh, I can say that you know, guys don't have a marketing advertising background, and I worked for one of the largest multicultural agencies in the country at the time was Uniworld, and Uniworld was the agency of record for Burger King, um, the African-American agency of record, and that is how I got to meet Valerie and so many other outstanding black entrepreneur business people that we still keep in contact to the day. To your point, exactly. we had to do some strategy things and figure some stuff out and, and make it happen. So that was something I will never forget. Um, but go on, talk about um, your next, you know, you went, you did this stuff. And then also, you know, I think it's important now to kind of talk about your brand. I mean, in terms of how important that is to people. Um, I'm not talking about Burger King or Annie Ann's or Pizza Hut. I'm talking about Valerie Dennis Carter, Dr. Valerie Dennis Carter as a brand, because that also, because a successful business person, that's also propelled you to get other opportunities because they've seen your success and also your character. Talk about that a little yes. bit. Yes. I, um, it's very important to me, and everyone that knows me, knows that I believe that if you're going to be successful, you have to have a high degree of integrity. You have to be responsible and accountable. Uh, You have to have a God-fearing personality, and you have to understand how to gain access. And understanding how to build relationships is so critically important. And I think I do that really well because I'm really um, an individual that love. I love people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not difficult to, to, to do what you love. I love being successful. So I mm-hmm. spend my day figuring out ways not only for the V&J and the V&J team here that work with me and those that are associated with the Sea Destiny brand and other uh, areas that I'm involved in to be successful, I figure out ways to make others successful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really – we live in this community together, and we we have 
a social responsibility to try to create access for anybody that wants or has the potential to be uh, successful. So I spent a lot of time, especially now during the pandemic, when uh, mm-hmm. trying to scroll into the lives of individuals. I tell people at, at, at the point I'm at in my career right now, for me it really is all uh, about intergenerational transfer of my wisdom, my knowledge, my ability, my skill, whatever I can do to enhance. And so I'm very protective of the V&J brand, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, because I know what it has taken for me to build this platform. And it's built on a solid foundation for sure. Uh, but the individuals that are around me or that surround me or work with me, it is critically important. We, Our company motto is Yahtzee. You are the standard of excellence. And it's a, critically important to me that everyone buys into that uh, motto, if you will. And if they don't, then that's okay. Then you go somewhere else. Uh, but it, it really... <laughs> If you really want to, you know, be a part of this brand, I'm looking for people that are looking to achieve, looking for people that are motivated, you know, networking Mm -hmm. with partners that want to get ahead and want to be successful. Um, I don't hang with turkeys because eagles just don't do that. Uh, They fly and soar above the clouds. So for me, it, it really is, Gwen, all about, the VNJ, or people say the Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter, and I call it the VDC protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's who we are. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's how we live. It's our lifestyle. Uh, mm-hmm. It's how we carry ourselves. And all of that's critically important to me. And you know, and I got to tell you guys this, um, what Valerie just said, I laughed because I remember when I first met Valerie and, um, you know, I'm coming in, she's a client, you know, the big dog, large franchisee and that sort of stuff. And I'm working for an advertising agency or whatever, but that woman took me up under her wing and she taught me some things. And one of the things she told me, she just said again, turkeys don't fly with eagles. And she, I, I remember one day I was having a hard time. I, my head was down. I was whatever, whatever. And you said to me, you said that, you said, um, you know what? I plan to be around you in my life. I ain't going to mess around with no turkeys now. So turkeys don't fly with eagles. You better get yourself together. I never forgot that. You should better get yourself together, put your head up, go forward, and do what you need to do. I'll never forget that. And that really was the thing she said and always been that way. We're going to take a quick break right now and come back and talk to Dr. Daniels a little bit more. Thank you so much. Hold on. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Okay, we're back. We're back with Dr. Daniel. Valerie? I am here. Okay, great. We're back with Dr. Daniels. Listen, we want to talk a little bit more about some other things you're doing. I am so impressed with when I read 
your resume. I talk with you periodically. I see things come across my desk about what you're doing. I always keep my eyes open and cheering and cheering you on. Um, you also have a lot of philanthropic things that you're doing in terms of just um, making that financial money. You're making profits for the kingdom, profits for people who are in need, profits for, you know, community. You have a Boys and Girls Club in your campus. You have um, the whole, you know, the church that you're in on campus that you guys involve with your brother and all these things you guys are doing. Tell us about some of those kind of projects that you're doing and how that's impacting folks. Well, I, I'm glad you asked me, Gwen, because uh, that really is a passion of mine, the um, Holy Redeemer Institutional Campus. And uh, even on <clears throat> last weekend, uh, we were blessed to open up an 80,000-square-foot Black Arts Museum. It's called IPAMA, the Institute for the Preservation of African-American Music and Arts. And in there is and I know many of your listeners will know who History Makers um, is and the phenomenal work that they do. History Makers has a technological center in there where we can learn and appreciate our heritage and our roots uh, electronically, um, no matter what your uh, descent was. And it is just phenomenal, uh, tons of African artwork. Uh, in the city of Milwaukee, there was no place for our smaller art groups to have uh, state-of-the-art facilities for their productions and things of that nature. They now have an affordable place to come and stage their productions. Um, and I'm just, I mean, it's just, a, and we did it right in the heart of the city. Um, mm -hmm. So now there sits right in the heart of the city a beacon of light for African-Americans that we can celebrate. Our campus does have the largest boys and girls club in the city of Milwaukee on it. We have multiple schools on the campus. We have a health clinic, um, a credit union. Um, to, because to me, uh, you know, I believe in the vision that God has seeded into my brother. My brother is the bishop of Wisconsin and Illinois, and he just believes that church is more than just four boxes. It Amen. is really the total uh, person experience and mm -hmm. making sure you're nurturing every aspect of the individual. You can go from K-4 through high school through uh, and get your associate's degree, your master's degree right on campus with the partnership, uh, educational partnerships that they have there. So. Uh, he gets excited, and then he tells me to go fundraise. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. but, but his, yeah, but his vision is phenomenal. But he, he's a bishop. He's a bishop, okay? He's the bishop, right, he's right, bishop, right. There so. you go. <laughs> but he sold quite a bit back back in himself. But, but yeah, it, it really is exciting for me. Um, the, the 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 campus is just a beacon of light. Even during the pandemic period, you know, mm -hmm. people could come there, get vaccinated, they could get food, they could get help and support mm -hmm. services for individuals. Um, so that's on the you know on the on the the state side, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, in Africa, in the last tell, yeah, years, just tell us. About, I was gonna say, tell us about international now. This is more than just yeah. the United States. International got some things going on. Yeah, yeah, in Kenya. Uh, well, it actually started when when I went over, I, when Tommy Thompson was the 
Secretary of Health and Human Services, and I was invited uh, by the U.S. government to go over and do a tour. Uh, they took 30 business individuals, 30 people from the medical um, world, and 30 politicians to talk about how the United States could support and aid Africa, and we went to eight different countries there. And when I went there, uh, that was my first visit, and mm-hmm. I was just I was taken back. Um, and I came back to the United States, and I said, if God be my help and my strength, I'm going to do something. And mm-hmm. the first thing I did over there is we built a facility uh, that uh, could educate and house 725 uh, kids whose parents, uh, one or both, had died of AIDS. And mm-hmm. I was able to partner with other Burger King, African-American Burger King owners and other sponsors like uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Frito-Lay. Just a number of organizations helped me build that facility there. And then mm-hmm. we started by um, putting wells or boreholes in communities that were lacking water. Um, mm-hmm. We, you know, I, I leased out a parcel of land, 99 acres of land, and broke it into parcels. And we took a community that had basically 94% unemployment and converted it to 85% uh, of a community that was employed now. Wow. Uh, but one of the things I'm – so right today we support orphanages there and we support other ministries there. But uh, my H&M initiative program uh, is a woman-to-woman, a woman lifts or builds another woman program. And we seeded and started – uh, to date, I believe it's like 905 or 910 women in business, and that just to me, they go through a two-year um, training program so they know how to manage and exist in business, um, and once they complete that program, we graduate them, and then we see capital into whatever their initiative is. So as you can imagine, over the last couple of years, I've learned a whole lot of different things about a whole lot of different businesses from fish mm-hmm. farming to uh, pigs, raising pigs and cows to agricultural things to mm-hmm. uh, bead making and, you know, just tailoring and you name it, whatever their business plan was, we supported their business plan. I even have a lady that started a manure farm and okay. I was over there one day and she says, Dr. Carter, you have got to visit my business. And I didn't know what her business was. And I said, okay, we're going to try to get to you. We're going to try to get to you. And and, and, and one of our uh, supporters there said, you may want to rethink that. I said, why? This, it's a manure fire. But let me tell you how creative this lady was. We started Compost. Her, Compost. Absolutely. We started Compost. her in chicken farming. Mm-hmm. And we started her in fish farming. So she was mm-hmm. able to take the waste from the chicken and the fish and start her manure farm. And now she's selling manure to other, or fertilizer, let's call it, to mm-hmm. other, you know, people. So it's just amazing what you can do if you just are willing to sow a little bit into the lives of others. And when I tell you that it's my greatest joy watching these individuals go from not having anything to being able to support their families and employ their families and other members within their community, it literally is the thing that gives me the greatest joy other than my walk with God. 
mean, I mean, how could it not? This has to be just amazing to um, see what has been accomplished through God's grace and goodness and, you know, a, a, a supportive family, a supporting network. And see, I think that is something else we need to put a little plug in there. When you start this process, there are going to be a lot of haters out there. Yeah. But what they're hating is you are showing them what, you, what they haven't done. So you have that great group of supportive people, not a whole bunch of them, but the supportive people who are willing to pray with you, lock arms with you, have vision with you, talk with you, share stuff with you, this is what can be accomplished. It is amazing, Valerie, um, what all you and your family, your group, your company has, um, has developed. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and I go back to that. It doesn't really just – like I see Destiny team that uh, basically handles the production of our Tuesday night uh, broadcast is mm-hmm. – it's the greatest group of women you would ever want to work with. They all know right. their, you know, their responsibilities. They get it done. And I'm not, you know, a television or radio personality kind of person. Mm-hmm. I know my place. Uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the Gwen Singletary's of the world. You know, I like, <laughs> you so kind. You so kind. I, I allow you guys to have that space. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, they look, they make me look like this fashion woman, <laughs> you know, everybody yeah. knows I'm yeah. kind of down to earth. Yeah. Uh, you know, I write my script with, with, with the people in mind and mm-hmm. they take it and they really produce it and make it live. So, you know, I have to give credit to everybody that works with me mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. stuff happen because you can't do it by yourself. Yes, no, but you're a catalyst for people to do their change. But to that point, before we leave off here, let's talk about your podcast, Power to Win. Let's talk about that piece. So you talked about the fact we know all the things you've done from a business perspective and successful and whatever, and right now you're at a point in your life where you're pouring back into all of us who will listen. So talk, yeah. talk tell us about that power to win that comes on Tuesday. Absolutely. Every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, um, and it started about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was getting so many calls from so many people depressed. Um, and they were going through very difficult times in trying to manage through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so um, I started this, and I was only going to do it for 12 weeks, uh, just an encouragement series, an empowerment series to tell individuals in business, hang in there, you can do it. We're going to find a way to make things, and you will find a way to make things work. If you're passionate, you can exist beyond, you know, what the circumstances may appear to be like. You can create alternative operating strategies. I walked through what alternative operating strategies were and how to manipulate systems in order to be able to get to the place that you're supposed to be. So I was going to take 12 weeks and start talking, go back to my negotiating skills. You know that's where. <laughs> I start talking about all of that. And as I began to process it, we just kept getting calls saying, would you please continue? And then um, I, was, I was sitting, uh, and it, it, it just came heavy on me to write a book called From Pandemic to Promise. And Mm -hmm. I released this book a few months ago, From Pandemic to Promise, and it's been a blessing to so many people. But, yeah, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I, 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 you know, take time, 30 minutes, to, you know, share a different topic. We've got our anniversary series coming up in October that is going to be unbelievable. Um, and we're going to talk about even some of the impact that not just uh, the, the current status or state we're in, but our future state. You know, what mm-hmm. is going to really 
uh, be the circumstances behind some of these refugees coming over to the U.S.? And how is that going to impact? I mean, we're going to talk about some serious things. Absolutely. But, um, any, so, so, so for me, you know, I, I take time to really try to pour into individuals uh, things that I didn't have anybody to pour into me when I was mm-hmm. developing my platform mm-hmm. and developing my business. I didn't have anybody to tell me how to create uh, certain infrastructures that make me more successful. I didn't have mm-hmm. that kind of insight, wisdom, or knowledge. I had to, 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 to depend on God and depend on my family and others um, that, you know, saw me out there trying to make one plus one equal two. So I'm taking the two and telling people, hey, this is, if you do this too, you can become greater than anything I could imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of it. So Power to Win on Tuesday nights, tell them where they can, they can, go, where they can log on to, Facebook. Yep. They, they can go to Instagram. They can go to YouTube. They, all the social media channels. Uh, also, my website, which is www.ValerieDanielsCarter.com. Um, any of those platforms, they can go on Tuesday night, Gwen, and, um, you know, we're talking about forecasting. We're talking about when you're in a deficit, how do you turn your deficit around? I mean, we talk about real yes. issues. Let me say yeah. it like that. Yeah, you do. You do. But in 30 minutes, you go in hard. And, you, and I'll tell you, you guys, I've, I've listened to Valerie, and she goes in hard. So if you're not, if you're defaming it hard, you probably shouldn't listen in. She goes in hard. <laughs> but it is wonderful information, and I am so impressed because it's information that I know somebody who's done it. You know, it's good for you to be able to write a book or yep. whatever, but you've been through it. You've done it. You've walked the walk. you talked the talk. And um, that's what I find so impactful on this whole process in terms of what's happening with you. So tell us anything new we need to build up. Any new books coming out? Well, you know, believe it or not, Gwen, I just released last um, two weeks, well, a couple weeks ago, okay. uh, The Journey of a Winner. And okay. when the when the books went into the uh, – NBA Finals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I actually position myself as the inspirational, motivational coach. Okay. And uh, I started sending the, uh, the players and the coaches messages of inspiration. You know, I wasn't trying to tell them how to play because, you know, they get paid to play. Uh, right. And they know how to play far, far better than I could ever play. But I would send them messages of inspiration. When they would lose a game, I'd give them something to think about. And so I, call, I, I reached out to the president of, of the Bucks. I said, look, is this helping? And he says, uh, Val, all I can tell you is that they're winning right now, so just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so before every game, I would write them a, a, a simple message. And mm-hmm. so what we've done is we've done a, a compilation of all the messages that I sent to the players. How and cool we put is that? It in, a handbook called The Journey of the Winner. And so we, we released it, and it's doing extremely well. Right now you can only get it on my website, uh, mm-hmm. com. But I, I tell people, just read the message and right. internalize it for you. And if you mm-hmm. take that message, especially if you're going through a season of drought or a season where things don't seem like they're moving 
as quick or as fast as they should. When Giannis mm-hmm. first came to the Bucks, nobody thought he was going to be a two-time MVP and, you know, be celebrated the way he is celebrated today. Uh, right. No one gave the Bucks credit for being able to accomplish what they've accomplished in such a short period of time. So it was all about attitude. It was all about mental fortitude, about setting yourself and positioning yourself emotionally to understand what it takes to break down certain barriers. So I take time to reiterate some of that stuff to the players, and hopefully, you know, your listening audience and and my listening audience and others across America will be able to be blessed by it. Yeah, absolutely. And Valerie, you know, I, you know you say, we say that, and what you just said was so simplistic, but it's so strong, it's so powerful, it's so real. You know, the Bible talks about renewing your mind daily, and it is a daily journey. It is a daily walk. It's an hourly walk to yeah. renew, renew your mind, remember where you are, remember whose you are, remember what you're all about, stand for the right thing, because it's so easy to do something else. It's so easy, because this right now is overwhelming yeah. for us. This, the, yep. the situation we're in now is overwhelming from business perspective to social health, all of those things. Education is overwhelming. And we need to continue to do those things that keep us on the right track, keep us going, keep us where we were, are. And I, I think that's just so powerful. I'm thankful that you are the woman you are. If you continue to be straight up and say the same thing you said to me years ago <laughs> that you're saying to me now. <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I got to tell your listening audience too, Gwen. Right now, one of the most, I guess, I guess one of the greatest things you can do for yourself is maintain your mental health because yeah. mental health is going to be something to be, you know, contended with in the future because so many people have been um, confined and they've had to, you know, really, really, uh, you know, be challenged um, mm-hmm. in so many different ways. So, mm-hmm. you know, right now, your mental health is so critically important to you. And and I advise, especially business owners and entrepreneurs and emerging leaders, to time to just every day take a moment of meditation and take a moment of prayer and get mm-hmm. yourself together. Because once you walk outside those doors, you don't know what's going to hit you or how it's going to hit you. Mm. You're right. You're so right. That's a good. That's a good one for us. Valerie, tell them once again about your power to win. Um, they can go ahead and find you on uh, on social media and how they can listen to your your um your broadcast. Yes, ma'am. They can go to YouTube and um, they can go to Instagram. They can go to Facebook um, and like me on all of those things or or whatever you're supposed to do on all of those you know platforms. Y'all do that. Uh, they can go to my website. Uh, my website is www.ValerieDanielsCarter.com. It's www.ValerieDanielsCarter.com. And they can get my books on my website. Uh, if they order a book, I'll personally autograph it for them, Gwen. Uh, mm-hmm. They can get other Power to Win. That's That's our series title, Power to Win. And I like your growing greatness because mm-hmm. – We've got to, such as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever you're you're feeding yourself, and and, and Gwen, you're out there feeding people to grow in greatness and to raise their level of expectation. They should just 
eat on that kind of stuff because it really does help you. So Tuesday night, 7 p.m., join us. I uh, would love to have you part of it. Um, and as we navigate through this season, just know that you do have the power to win. Mm-hmm. And we call it PTW. I love it. And, guys, you know what? We're also on Spotify. You want to go back and listen to this, you can hit the link. Hit us again. Share with somebody. Send it to a friend who needs to hear this message. Also go on Spotify, iHeart, wherever you find your podcast messages. You can get this to other people. This is something hearing Valerie, listening to her, and, like I said, sitting at her feet um, is just something you don't, people don't get a chance to do often. And you've got a clear winner here who has a heart for God and a heart for people who's trying to help us all grow in greatness. So, Valerie, I thank you so much for being on the show. We'll be talking soon, and I'm going to go on and get that last book that you uh, just got out there on, on your website tonight. I have that sent to me, and I want you to sign it now. All right. I'm going to sign it. Absolutely. You're my book. Well, and thank you, thank you, thank you, and the platform that you're sharing with people because this is so vitally important. Yeah, I'm just trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already grown up, but still in there. Valley, once again, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening in. We'll see you. Talk to you guys again next Monday. Um, once again. Go on, listen to this, share this message with other people. Listen to it again and again because there's some great pearls in this. And then listen to Valerie on Wednesday. There's no conflict here. Listen to her on Wednesday. And if you really want to see her get down, go on Sunday afternoon to um, Holy Dima. <laughs> and uh, you might see her there singing a song, getting down a little bit, preaching a little bit. So there's a couple of platforms to see Valerie on. Valerie, thank you so much. I appreciate you. That's all right. And Tuesday, not Wednesday, Gwen. Oh, I'm sorry, Tuesday. Yes, come Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Yep. You got a back-to-back thing happening here. So back-to-back. Do this yep. back-to-back thing doing this. So, you know, my whole thing is it's Monday. Go out and be great. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow 